This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Elite Life Optimization Coach Ryan Nidell, and today is Painful Lessons. Today I'm going to share with you a painful monetary lesson that I have learned and something that you can take away from it. So I would say that the majority of life as it pertains to business and things like that, I feel like I have it rather decently dialed in. Right now I'm always in the process of progress. I'm always looking to to enhance my skills. I can't say I have it figured out on a global basis where I'm not a Warren Buffett, you know, trading trading on the open market. Right? I'm I'm certainly not, you know, Jeff Bezos. I don't own a, a multi-billion dollar company. But as it pertains to a, a company with a market cap of $30 million a year or less, I feel really comfortable in my positioning. Even with that, there's still lessons I get to learn every day. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes lessons I get to invite in. Right? Sometimes lessons are things I go out and search for and seek them out from a coach, a mentor, someone with more life experience than I have. And sometimes lessons get pushed upon me where I don't really have a choice. Today's about a lesson that was pushed upon me that I probably could have done something differently to not have to experience. Let me explain. So I hosted a life optimization experience event here in Columbus, Ohio. Don't hold me to the days exactly, but I believe it was March 21st through the 24th here in Columbus, Ohio. Might have been through the 25th where men from all over the world made sacrifices above and beyond what most would to come here and learn from me and a deep dive immersion event that lasted three and a half days. Coming on the backside of that, I shared with you, it was literally one of the most impactful things I had done up to that point. The feeling of true gratitude, appreciation, understanding that I had finally brought to fruition something that had been in my mind for years as I sat in front of these men on the third day with tears welling up in my eyes, sharing from this place of just feeling abundant love and reciprocation from the men in the room. It was incredible. Truly second to none. Now on this podcast, I know I had shared as well as in an email list, if you're on my mailing list, you would have gotten this. If, if not, I'd encourage you to join it if you'd like some complimentary content. Very rarely do I sell something, right? If I have an event coming up, I'll drop you an advanced email, like the 10-day the challenge, right? You might have known about that. Some different things that way, but primarily as I learn new things, I create PDFs and I share them with you. That's what the mailing list is for. If you want to be on it, you can shoot me an email, ryan at lifeoptimizationgroup.com, or just go to ryanidell.com and say, I want to join the newsletter. Either way, it works. But in this correspondence, I I shared, there's a 21-day lead-up into this event. Right, The 21-day lead-up is needed to set the framework for how we need to show up in Columbus in order to make the biggest changes in our lives. Right, Like, I can't expect someone to go through a a three-and-a-half-day deep-dive immersion experience and get the most out of it if I don't set the framework before everyone gets here. Now, some of that I admittedly learned from Garrett J. White at Wake Up Warrior. Right, going to an event like Warrior Week, where there was a pre-training that was associated with it, helped me understand the power of 
creating a tribe in unity prior to stepping into an experience. Some of it is based around neurolinguistic programming, right? And knowing that there's triggers and events and things that can enhance someone's ability to learn and retain information. And some of it comes from the life optimization test, right? Where I get to see some of the areas for opportunity and growth in your psyche and then get to push those buttons as we go through a lead up that then helps me custom create the experience while you're here. Right, all these pieces and parts go together. And so I needed the 21 day lead up in order to achieve what was needed. Impact, right? All this was about impact. The cost for the event, I'll share it with you very openly now, was $3,500. It was $3,500, let me explain the was. The $3,500, you got transportation to and from the airport. You got all your accommodations taken care of while you were here. That would, I believe, was Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. Four nights in the nicest hotel we have here in Columbus. It was clothing that was specific just to the event with dates and times on it that was custom made just for you. We don't have extra sitting around because not the way I wanted to do it. We had custom journals and binders created for each individual participant. We had food planned out at some of the nicest restaurants that we have to offer here in Columbus at specific times during this journey. All these things plus three and a half days, two and a half of which were spent out and about in the world, right? Learning, seeing what we're capable of, uncoupling some limiting beliefs, learning teamwork, building understanding team building and really dialing into the specific variables of your life optimization tests in a passive way that doesn't become presently aware to you until the backside where you're given your test results. All these things were all, all included for 3,500 bucks. Now, by the time I look at the number of hotel rooms that we had to get for not only the staff, but also the assistants that were helping also all the odds and ends that we needed, also all the things we didn't think about. I lost money per participant. And that's fine, right? Like, I knew this first experience was a learning curve. I wanted to see if what I thought I could achieve, I could actually achieve it. I did in spades. I have testimonials from the 12 men that made it through. 12 men. 14 signed up, 14 committed, and 14 paid. 12 graduated. I have testimonials from all 12 men of just how incredibly impactful the 25 total days was. 21 days of lead up and four days total in Columbus, which would be 25 days. On the backside, I offered another six days of ongoing training to make sure the reintegration process into your quote unquote normal life or old life was complete. I did that because I know when I have been to other events in my life, when I go to them, I get this incredible euphoric high. Have you ever experienced that yourself before? You go to a one-day seminar or a weekend retreat, you come home and you are on fire, right? Like you can conquer the world. Everything's going to just go the right way. And then what happens? Well, I'll tell you what typically happens. Life happens. Your kids need something. People inside your company need something. Your coworkers need something. You forget your lunch at home. The wife gets mad. Life spins out of control 
and you lose the power that you had when you returned home. And so I knew if I walked side by side with you over six days, things would be different because during those first six days, the world's going to try to test you to see if you actually are committed to the change you've already experienced. And so that's what it was. That's what I created. And the testimonials from the 12 men that graduated were all incredibly impactful. Right at the end of the experience on Sunday, the final day, I invited all of them into a hotel room where they stood in front of a backdrop and said, here's my name. Yes, you can use it for marketing. And here's what I thought I was going to get versus here's what I got. I had business owners in charge of businesses that are tens of, million dollars, tens of millions of dollars a year. I had electricians. I had men that were fresh of the workforce out of college. I had computer programmers and developers. I had entrepreneurs. I had entrepreneurs. I had a little speckling of everybody across the board. I had young and old. I had black and white. I had everything. It was incredible. All the testimonials were much along the same. Case in point, nine of those men decided to stay with me in a different capacity, going forward for a 90-day additional process, which was the most passive thing in the world. It's literally like, you, you know where you're at, you know where you want to get to. Do you want help from me or not? Don't really care, right? You're going you're gonna to succeed either way. A lot of the men took me up on it. I share all of this because two men, as I made mention, didn't make it to the event. Not for their own reasons, of course, and I'm not judging anyone. We all have our own things that go on, right? But there's, there's a situation that occurs that has taught me an incredibly impactful lesson about just life and business and things that I have not quite yet mastered myself. You see, one of the men made it all the way to the day he was supposed to hop on the airplane to come here to Columbus. And something shifted in his mind, right? No matter what that was, something shifted and he wasn't able to get on the plane and he didn't make it here to Columbus. I reached out on a multitude of occasions and we just didn't connect. Now, I hope he reaches back out. I hope we can figure out what I can do to make a bigger impact in his life because I only think high praises of him. There's been plenty of times in my life where I've made commitments to something and then backed out for my own reasons, only to either regret it in the future or know I could have done better. So it's okay. Right? He backed out. It just wasn't his time. Now, the second man, the second participant, he had a little bit different story. Right? He messaged me two or three days into the pre-training stating the fact that his commitments at that point were greater than he anticipated. He didn't fully understand the details of the event, and there would be no way for him to maintain all of the coursework needed to get here. Not going to appreciate that, but I also, as a coach, it's my job to challenge that belief system, right? Because from where I sit, the pre-training videos are all between 5 and 12 minutes long. The homework required is never more than three minutes specifically. Most of it is two minutes in length, time-bound. I show you what you can do and how many extra words you use in normal daily vernacular. So we start teaching you how to express more by saying less. So your homework's only two minutes long. Certainly throughout the day, there's checkpoints, right? There's things. I keep 
pushing back and forth because again, I know how your psyche works from the life optimization test and I see areas of opportunity for advancement. This is not an ego thing on my side. This is an impact thing for you as a participant. And so in my mind, as he's questioning if he can commit because of other commitments he had prior to this experience and not fully understanding what goes on, he just says, no, I, I can't make it. And I push back once more and I say, okay, you know, that's, that's fine. Why don't we get you scheduled for the next one? Right? Cause again, it's about impact to me. And the original message back and forth was certainly get me scheduled for the next one. Well, as time continues on, and whether it's a day, two days, three days, or the same day, I don't recall. He says, you know what? I don't know if that's even going to work. Why don't you just send me my money back? And here I'm left in a quandary because there's an opportunity for me, an opportunity cost for me that's associated with putting on an event like this. If you've never ran an event before, let me share a few things with you. An event like this with a finite number of participants, I have to do some things on the front side. I have to commit to a hotel room block in order to get a reasonable room rate per participant. See, the hotel that we stayed at in Columbus, its room rate is normally $320 to $340 a night, depending on the size and quality and caliber of room, as well as how many other events are going on in Columbus that weekend. When I commit to a room block, that allows me to negotiate that price down into the you know, $250-ish a night room. Right? That's the rate. Now, in order for me to achieve that amount of discount on a room, there's something referred to as attrition rate, saying, okay, if something changes in the event, Ryan, we're not going to make you pay for all the rooms. Well, to me, when we lead into the event and we've already collected payment and everybody's already bought in and everybody's already filled out the health questionnaire and everybody's sending their shirt sizes and everybody's sending all this stuff, I say, look, I'm going to opt for 100% attrition so I can get the lowest price possible. Meaning, look, I'm committing to take all the rooms. When I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to 100% do it. And so now I'm on the hook for all the rooms. And same thing with restaurants, right? Is you may or may not have ever been to a restaurant before as a big group of people. There is a minimum that you agree to spend when you book a space in a nice restaurant. They typically go number of participants, they give you menus to choose from, and they say, look, okay, based off this, you're guaranteeing for us to wait on you when you walk in, you're going to spend X numbers of thousands of dollars, which breaks down to a certain dollar amount per, per participant, per client. Same thing, of course, as it pertains to shirts and all the other variables that go into it. And so I make commitments based off the commitment. Where I made an error is when he asked for a refund, I said, certainly. If I can't get you another event, if I can't help you and coach you, if you don't see value in what I offer, I'll figure out the refund. Let me just deal with it on the backside. To which he says yes. Now, I didn't specify the quantity or quality of refund. I just said, of course. Right? Admittedly, at that moment, I should have paused and had a conversation. I should have had the conversation about, look, there's an opportunity cost associated with this because now that you are two days into the experience, slash three, there is no way for me to get a hold of one of the other six men that had wanted to come to the event that I couldn't take their money because it was limited to 14 people. There's no way for me to do that because we've already started. The bond and the tribe has already began. And to bring somebody in three, four days into this and scramble 
doesn't work. There's no way to make this happen. So certainly, right, there's some variables about the event that I had not yet paid for that hadn't come to fruition. So there would be a partial refund owed, but maybe not a whole thing. I didn't make that conversation. I didn't have that call. I just brush it off. As time continues on and life takes its twists and turns and ebbs and flows, we get to the backside of the event. As I share with you, a series of men decide they want to invest greater in themselves and by the nature of that, invest in me. Right? So I, I look at this as I run of an event like this, that there is a revenue per person that gets accumulated or associated with the event. I don't hide anything from you, so let me not hide the variables. I lost money per participant that showed up, right, on, on what I call the front side. Everybody that came to the event, right, by the time everything gets done, and by the time I look at all the numbers and put them on a spreadsheet, lost about 220 bucks per person just for having the event. And I would do it again, right, incredibly impactful. But then when eight people end up joining me or nine people, whatever the total is, and they make a very small, in my opinion, investment in themselves, right? Nothing, nothing large over the course of 90 days. And I look at that versus the total number of attendees versus the cost that I, the amount of revenue that I lost per person. I can look at that every person that came to the event was worth, I'll just make up a number, $600 profit. Right, so certainly over the course of three months time period, I made about 7,200 bucks. And again, that number could be wrong. Like don't, don't hold me to that that's the specific number. But it takes 90 days to do that, and I've trained people for 30 days, and then I've trained nine additional people for another 90 days. And that's just how this works. And so here I am, like there's a loss, there's an opportunity cost, there's additional revenue or income that I have lost for myself based off someone backing out as they step into the environment. Now keep in mind on every invoice, every sheet of paper, every conversation that I've ever had, I put very clearly, it's how I always operate. If you complete 100% of the pre-training and 100% of the training and receive zero value, I'll offer you 100% refund at the end of our time together. Because I believe that. I know if you listen, I know if you do the work, you're going to get the value. I have no fear of that ever being different. But nowhere in there did I itemize what would happen if someone wanted a refund during the event. Like, what do I do there? I didn't even think about it. That's part two that I messed up. Part one was not having the difficult conversation to kind of sweeping it under the rug. And really, that's, that's part two. Part one ends up being, I didn't put on the initial paperwork, if you cancel during the time, you're only entitled to a partial refund based off of the opportunity cost of you not showing up and itemizing what that could be. And so then we fast forward, right? We get into the month of April. And I use a, a little company called Square to process payments. Or maybe you've heard of Square before. Very easy, very user-friendly, other than the refund process. Refund process is very different, and I hadn't ever processed one before. As crazy as that might sound to you, for all the transactions that I have ever had on Square, I had never had to send somebody back their money. At that point, it had never happened. Hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars have went through that account, and I've never pressed refund once. So as I press refund, Square pops up this message. It can be 7 to 14 or 10 to... 18 days, there's some sort of window of time, business days that it might take for the consumer to get their refund back. So again, I process a partial refund, error number three, 
I didn't process, I didn't have the conversation about the refund that should be processed. Well, the refund doesn't show up, right? We're 20 days into this. And who knows what their business days or total days, but things don't go the right way. And so I cancel the refund. And I issue this man right before, you know, I'm going down to Costa Rica and I issue him a refund as he's going back and forth with me this entire time of what would equate to $1,300 plus dollars, right? I look at all the hard costs that I actually associate, all the money that actually come in or all the, all the money that went out, right? Because the hotel room costs real money. I had to pay for it. The books and the binders and the shirts that are still over in the corner of the office that I can literally, if you're watching this on Instagram, I'm pointing to them or on YouTube, I'm pointing to them over in the corner. They're still here, right? They, they had to be here. All those things had real cost. And so then we go back and forth and he feels as though that wasn't a, a fair assessment, that I should refund a larger dollar amount than that. Well, this time gets away and admittedly, the fourth issue that I have is I didn't put enough importance on this yet once more. Right? He's messaging back and forth with me and I stop responding, not out of anger or angst, but I'm busy with other things. And in my mind, it's like, man, I've already, I've already given you the breakdown of why that's the refund and I don't feel like it's inappropriate, but we should have a conversation about it. We don't have a conversation about it. The conversation never happens. So then we get to Monday and I'm realizing, man, I never, I have this text message typed up and I've never sent the text message. So let me send it right now. Cause that's how we've been corresponding, kind of breaking down some of the variables, right? Just, just how this looks and how it goes. And as I look at the variables of how it looks and how it goes, I say, you know, if we, if we take equal fault in this, right? It's a $3,500 event. And if for some reason, somehow I didn't describe everything that went on, if I didn't say it the right way, I got to take ownership in that. And from the messages that he sent me, he's saying, no, 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 I'll take ownership in part of it too, because maybe I didn't ask enough questions. All right. So that, that makes sense to me. So I'm saying, look, I sent a message somewhere along the lines of, look, you're right about some different variables. How about, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and send another $800 back to you for a total of 2,100 or so dollars, 21, 2,200 bucks. Where literally it's basically the cost of the hotel that I can't recoup. And so I send that. Then I'm walking up the stairs to the gym at lifetime as I so often do on a Monday. My boxing coach isn't in, so Monday's a specific lifting day. And I'm scrolling through my, through my mail, right, for whatever the reason. It's a cardinal sin of mine. I should never look at business stuff prior to walking into the gym. It completely alters my mindset. And what happens? I see a notification from Square. The notification from Square is saying that that consumer is disputing the charge. That he's saying it was a fraudulent charger. He didn't get the services rendered. And I see that and I'm, I'm scratching my head. I'm like, man, I'm not even mad. Like at all. Like 0% of me is frustrated about this. Because I know internally that anything that I'm frustrated about is really a reflection on me. Because there's a time and a place and there's a lesson for me to learn. And so I share that very candidly with the individual. Like, thank you for doing this. I see that the dollar amount that I have offered is not going to be appropriate. And you're teaching me a lot about myself and about business. And that's what he did. Right? He taught me the fact that on the front side, I have to get more specific. Some would even call it litigious with the documentation, the client side. My time isn't free. If it's an exclusive event, there's a, a cost 
associated with your spot. And if you back out because of your own commitments and your own fear and your own things, or maybe you decide you don't need it, or maybe because you just don't want to come anymore. If it's during the pre-training, I don't know how I'd refund your money because I can't bring somebody else in. And I personally don't think that's fair, especially when I'm paying for all the variables. It's part of your ticket. The next side of things is that when an issue arises, I have to attack it head on in a much more aggressive way, immaterial of friendships or not, loose associations, acquaintances. Right, I look at it in hindsight, had I treated this individual as though we were just business acquaintances, I probably would have handled the situation differently. I probably would have attacked it much more head on as I have so many other times in the past. But based off an association, or we might even call it a loose friendship, it was very passive to me. I didn't put the importance on it that I said that I should. And so it kept getting swept under the rug, which isn't fair to the person. It's also not fair to myself. Then I also learned that the almighty dollar matters. We say that relationships matter and friendships matter, and I'm not saying that they don't. But no matter how wealthy or impoverished any of us are, The dollar has a real intrinsic value. It just simply does. And no matter how hard I work for the money that I make, and no matter how hard the money, no matter how hard he works for the money he makes, if you feel slighted, you do what you have to do to get your cash back. And I get that. I get that completely. And so all these lessons come into my life from something that should have been so very simple. As we quite often state, and I'm not the first one to ever say it, hindsight is almost always 2020. We always know looking back what is possible for us going forward. But I was just too blinded to see it in the moment. So there's no part of me that has angst or anger towards anybody. Again, I truly, truly, with every fiber of my being, believe that when we are triggered, when we are frustrated, when we are upset, mad, angry, or even sad, more times than not, it's a reflection of who we are inside. You see, based off either psychedelics or ayahuasca or psychology or just how my mind now works, I truly believe that we are literally all one and the same. So if I'm mad at you, then I would have to actually be mad at myself. And when I redirect that anger back at me and I say like, well, where in life have I done something comparable? When have I, when have I pushed the envelope? When have I done whatever the things are? And instantly in my mind, I can think of, two, three, four, six, ten times. Like, man, son of a gun. It's not even a what goes around comes around conversation. It's a thing of understanding that the things that could frustrate me are things that I have also done before in my life or thought about doing or been mad at myself for doing before. And so it's a wake up. Right here I am, hundreds of thousands of dollars into this business. Priding myself on adding value, priding myself on having an idea of how all this is structured, having coaches that help me along the way, and I'm still stumbling. This game of life is not perfect, nor is the business that I've created. I am always learning and seeking new knowledge, and this is the perfect example of how knowledge was pushed upon me instead of me going out and searching for it. And so I must ask you, in your life, where are you waiting for knowledge to be pushed upon you instead of just going out and grabbing it yourself? Right? Is it you're not going to the gym? You're eating bad food? You're not treating your body like the temple that it's ultimately designed to be? Where over a long enough period of time, high blood pressure, coronary disease, 
pain in your feet, your hips, your knees, your back, your shoulders, where your body is screaming at you and something is being pushed on you versus you saying, whoa, whoa, time out. I need to seek some new, new advice for this. If that's you, reach out to me. I have health advice. I promise I know a little bit more than a little about it. Maybe it's not there. Maybe, maybe your health is dialed in, right? Maybe you have no pain. Maybe your body looks exactly how you want it to look. Maybe you have endless energy on tap every day. Awesome. Good for you. Maybe your side is more relationship-based, where you're literally consistently neglecting your kids and your wife or your husband, your boyfriend or your girlfriend, and you feel them getting distant from you. And you're almost like waiting for something to, to blow up. You're waiting for something to change. Maybe because that's always been the story of your life up until this point. If that's the case, I would encourage you to consider there might be a better way. What if you had the tools and tactics required to have the tough conversations to actually move the needle towards the relationship that you actually desire having versus one you feel obligated to be stuck in? If you're waiting for that type of information, I have it for you. Just reach out to me. And maybe it's none of that. Maybe you're just like me and it's business. Maybe it's the business side of things where you are just waiting for something to not go the right way, right? Where you're not having the difficult conversation with personnel, where you're not creating the right marketing funnels, where you're hoping that business is just going to magically find you and you don't know what else to do. I've been there, my friend. You don't have to choose that path. You don't have to wait for customers to stop coming. You don't have to wait for business to slow down. There's a better path to walk down, and I have the map for you. Just reach out and ask for it. And what I found with consistency across this game of life, that when I quit letting life come to me and I go find life, it helps me consistently get shit done. <laughs> 